Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. Turn your devices to the maximum volume. Sit back, relax, and let's get ready to retro! Welcome to episode 18 of the Ready to Retro podcast. My name is Max, and with me, as always, is the Duchess of Horror, Chelsea. Hello. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. And no episode, no episode of the Ready to Retro podcast would be complete without my cousin, Chris. Hello. Hello. That's good. Classic. Guys, it's spooky September still. Oh, hello. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, see, that's, see, that's what okay. I was going okay, for. Okay. That's why I did Spooky that. Spooky or, I mean, you are called Creepy Chels. So yeah. It was a little yeah. more creepy. I was, I'm trying to set the mood for yeah. everybody after the song, and then, like, we, you know, it gets real creepy up in here. And I can't tell you a damn horror movie, Chris. But you're learning. Is that your hashtag? Uh, but I'm learning. That is. Can't tell you a damn horror movie. Not creepy, Chris. Chris. <laughs> it's yeah. got to be the pause, Chris. Awesome. Well, if Chris. you are joining us for the first time, we're just three friends who like to talk about nostalgic things. And yes, this month is spooky September, so we're talking about some spooky movies. And honestly, guys, this movie that we're talking about today is starting to become one of my favorite horror movies, fun movies. I'm so I'm loving good. it. It's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, it's been a while since we've uh, actually all three of us have been together. We've had a lot of friends. Yeah. On one podcast. Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of friends. Finally, we get some alone time. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we've had some sleepovers with friends. We've had some play dates. <laughs> but it's time yeah. just to to kick it with uh, the Ready to Retro family. So the last time all three of us were together was Goofy Movie, and I think that was like episode eight. Dang, that long ago? Yeah, yeah. that was like in June. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The world has, um, ch- hasn't really changed. It's gotten more crazy. Well, Let's yeah, just say that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it sort of just morphs every 
every month. And now I'm not like able to go into work at all. And I was one of the, like the essential people for JPL. Now that there's fires over there, the air quality is so bad they haven't been having us come in for the past well since Friday. So, which is what yep. today is Wednesday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. World's yep, crazy. Yeah. It's burning up. It's burning Gosh. up. Well, you know what else is burning up? This podcast. No, I'm just, that was terrible. All right. <laughs> oh so um, I know we've done a lot of traveling. It's been a while since we've kind of just connect. So uh, I'll start with Chris. Chris, what's up with you, man? What have, what have you been up to? Um, well, I went camping like a little while ago. I uh, went up to Mammoth up north. It's uh, like two hours away from Yosemite. So I went camping for like a week with my family and my dog and it was a nice getaway. Um, you know, for a slight moment there, you forget that you're living in a crazy time. Like there was a time where I didn't think about, you know, all the madness going on in this world. So it was nice to have a break from all that. But yeah, besides that, I've just really been working, uh, playing Call of Duty a lot. I've been eating healthier, drinking less, losing weight, getting healthy. So, you know, I feel feel pretty good. There so that's go. what's been going on with me. And I'm going camping in a couple weeks, too. So I finally started to play uh, Warzone, and oh, yeah. I'm absolutely trash. I've always been bad at COD. It's but, okay. Um, yeah. I am, have almost played 1,000 games of Warzone. Really? We gotta, I don't know how we Let's have play. We got to link up. I know. So, so dude, my first game, uh, my friends revived me three times in the first oh, game sh- I played. It's okay. It happens. Like, I have my good and bad games. Like, the past two weeks, I've just not my, – my aim just hasn't been there. So, we, I've won a couple of games past couple of weeks, but mostly because my friends have been carrying the team. Yeah. So, the last – um, yeah. Did you guys get Tony Hawk? Hell yeah, man. I know. I'm trying to think if I want to get that for Xbox or PlayStation. Oh. Yeah, because I got both. I think it's cross-play is what I was saying, but I could be wrong. Is it? I think so, right. but I could Have you played it yet? You've been playing it? Yeah, I've been playing it. It's fun. Oh, man. I got to get on it. that. And I know our buddy uh, Joey from Ninja Toidles has been playing it, and he even got shouted out by one of the skaters. I forgot who it was. Oh, wow. Oh, dang. Yeah. I forgot who it was. I would have to look into it. Um, oh, man. I got to get the game. Yeah, I want to get it. I have the originals, and I was actually playing that a couple weeks ago. But I guess this remastered is like awesome. No, nothing beats nothing beats the originals, Max. I'll tell you that. But these are really fun. They did a great job on it. Awesome. Okay. Well, I guess I don't have to pop the uh, sixty dollars. Uh, Chelsea, what have you been up to? Um, I have also gone on a couple little trips. I went to the Grand Canyon. I don't know if I talked about that on here. Did I? Did I mention? Yeah, that? you you mentioned it with me on the Beetlejuice, yeah. but I yeah. yeah, I went to the Grand Canyon, so I did that. Uh, what have I done? Gosh, no. You were just on a trip. <laughs> I yes, I just went on a just a quick little trip to Palm Springs, just kind of like a hangout, go to hang out in the pool and eat food and get fat and sassy. Hell like yeah, that lady says. You know, so uh, not yeah. I'm trying to think of I've done. I've been um. I've been a guest on a couple podcasts, have I? Yeah, I did a guest spot on some upcoming podcasts. I'm just going to do, I know this sort of like blends into our shout out section. Yeah. But, and you can repeat some of these shout outs if you need to, uh, Max, but shout out to Tess. What's up, girl? The OCD podcast. We love her so much. And you know her from the Elvira episode. 
and the Power Rangers episode. But I've been both doing... Power Rangers episodes. Anyway, I've been doing some guest spots on. Uh, I did one on the Thirty One Days of Comic Book Horror that's coming up in the month of October. Um, we're probably probably every episode until then. We're probably going to talk about it because I like love it <laughs> and I love her. So that's a shout out to her. If you want to talk about her again, Max, go for it because uh, we can talk about Tess all the time. And then I want to do another quick shout. This is what I've been up to lately, guys. This is what I've been doing. Go, go for it. I've been it. listening to The Ghoul Mates, which is like probably, I don't want to like play favorites, but it's like one of my favorite. The Ghoul Mates are so much fun. They're a Halloween podcast that's well everyone knows you love around. Halloween, so come on. Halloween's your favorite. Come on. I love Halloween and it's a podcast about home perfect. Rudy and Mandy, the uh the ghoul mates, I love them. Um I signed up with their Patreon and it's so Ooh. much fun and you should do it too because they're so much fun. And um but yeah, shout out to them because like just listening to their episodes lately has just been like so much fun and I've just been like consumed with like halloween fun like in my brain every day so i thank them a lot and if you don't listen to them like you're a fool yeah. if you're not so but that's what i've been up to is just listening to the ghoul mates which you should all do taking little trips and just getting really excited for the best month of that ever october you know i've been i've been hearing halloween's kind of be, going to be weird this year unfortunately i think we all saw it coming but a lot of places are doing these uh, drive-through mazes, haunted mazes. I hope they do right, one around right. here because I really would love to do it. It looks cool. I know they're doing I some in the tickets. UK, but I got tickets to the the one in the OC. I'm going to that one, and then I got tickets to the Stranger Things one. It's a drive-through, which, which yeah, and I don't know if it's all sold out, but it it was it's going till February. Oh, okay, that's good. It starts in October and it goes all the way to February. Yeah, I was interested in it, but then. Their it's pricey. prices jacked up, and I was like, "Forget that." It's real expensive, but yeah, I had fifty bucks a person or just per car. Per car, it's, or no? It's, it's like okay. It so for them, it's like you pay like a flat fee, and then like I think each person at that point is like an extra, like I don't know how much, but the Orange County one, which I think is almost sold out, that was a flat fee per car. Um, so it depends. They're kind of like by person and some of them are by car, but I want to do more. There's a couple more. There's another one called, um, this is just for people in, in this, in, in uh, Southern California. There's another one called, uh, I think it's called night, night of the Jack or Knights of the Jack. It's up in, um, Calabasas area. I went, uh, two years ago. It's like a walkthrough thing. Okay. Um, this year they're doing a car, car one. So that one looks cool. That one's all just like, uh, carved pumpkins. It's really, it's really good for kids. It's not really scary. It's just kind of more like carved pumpkins and little displays like that. Oh, then, I saw that. I must yeah. I'm curious, yeah, though. Yeah. Like, are it's you, fun. is your car, like, on a conveyor belt, like, at a car wash and it pulls no, you through? No, I think, no, I think that you drive it. There's, like, a speed <laughs> it's limit. dangerous, but we'll see well, what happens. you know, I think they're gonna, they're keeping people behind stuff, I think. Okay. You know, so... I don't know. And I think certain areas you have to stop the car. You're going to be in full stop. And they'll do like, like some I scary think, stuff. Yeah, like Stranger Things, what I'm thinking in my head is you're going to go through and then in certain spots they're going to tell. I saw a video um, of one in Florida and they have like a red light, green light situation. You pull up to the area, you see the red light, you stop, then things go on and then you move. So it's like, I think it's like, like a, a room thing. Scenes. Like you go to different rooms and I scenes. Don't, I don't. 
I could be wrong, but I don't think they scare you while the car is in motion. Yeah, I, think I think it's think like you stop, stuff happens, that's over, and then you move on. So I think that's what's going to happen. Definitely. And we're trying to go to the Haunted Hay one that's usually in Griffith Park in L.A., but supposedly it's supposed to be. I think that one's almost sold out. We should so do it. We, all, all, right, all right, we'll get on that. Awesome. Well, that's our spooky September stuff. Wait, Wait you didn't say what, what you've been up to. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Don't forget about you, uh, pal. I finally took a vacation. So up to this point, all of 2020, I've not taken a vacation. So Jasmine, my wife, and I needed uh, a place to just relax, get out of the way. So we were we were late in booking because our original vacation was was in April. So we were just late. So as you we were, were supposed booking, to go to France, was, right? Yeah, we were supposed to go to Paris for my thirtieth. So uh, we were trying to pick a place to go. We wanted to go to the coast of California, but everything's on fire. And this is before like all the West Coast. This was just pockets. Uh, so we went to the uh, gold country of California, which is like kind of by the Nevada, um, California border. It's where the gold rush happened. So a lot of the stuff was like from 1850 and stuff. Uh, it's cool, you know. We were just needed to get into like a, a beautiful forest, and uh, never been up there, so it was fun seeing like you know old western towns, and some of them are still preserved. There's some That's ghost cool. towns up there. That's awesome, yeah. And then on our way down, we went to uh, Santa Cruz, or and I'm a huge uh, Lost Boys fan, and I know some of our listeners are as well. And uh, went to the boardwalk and went to the comic store where they filmed it. It wasn't the original place, but it's the same owner and stuff. Ended up talking to the owner for an hour about the Lost Boys. He was telling me about the production and all the stuff. Uh, I won't say everything because there might be a surprise later. So I'll just leave it at that. But um, it was awesome. Actually, I didn't know this until today, but... Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space was filmed on the boardwalk too yeah, on Santa Cruz. Okay. So, oh really? Yeah. Okay. So that roller coaster at the very end and stuff that was Santa Cruz. Oh okay. So um, it was a lot of fun. It was cool. I also saw the uh, Winchester House. Uh, that was cool. Uh, crazy. Didn't know the the history of it. So we were visiting some friends up north, and um, you know, I was like on my bed reading or not reading i was watching youtube videos about it uh i was watching uh buzzfeed unsolved have you guys watched those oh yeah i've seen that episode. oh yeah love it love buzzfeed unsolved yeah shane shane and ryan shane is the best i love shane is honestly like one of the funniest people is that the tall guy yes He's oh, he cracks me he's up. He's great. He's great. I'm definitely a Shaniac. Um, anyway, so yeah, I had a great, uh, great time up in California. We really do live in the best state. Um, I know, I know I'm biased, but except when it burns, Chelsea's shaking her head. Uh, there's still complications, but we really we have the beach, we have the mountains, we have the desert, we have history. You can I think s- it's beautiful. You could go. Hiking in the mountains and also go ski or snowboard. There in the sure mountains. is a lot of fun and things then to after do. The same day, you could go drive down to the beach and go surf for a sunset, yeah. sunset view. Jasmine and I went from like won't high, be bored. high elevation where it snows to the beach, so it within three hours. So 
I like it. It's cool. So that's what we've been up to. Uh, let's get to our review. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. An amazing movie. And I felt like the way this year is progressing, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is not that far-fetched. I heard some guy... I meant to, like, see the video. Supposedly there's uh, aircrafts, like UFOs, in New Jersey. Did you guys hear about that? Are you talking about the one yesterday? Yeah. It's clearly a blimp. You can look at the first video that they posted, and it looks like a damn blimp. (laughs) Okay, I didn't know. Some guy was talking about some UFOs. No, but but there's, like, 50 posts, and you look at it, and you're like, dude, this is an effing blimp. Some people say it's not. It looks like a blimp to me. I, I mean, I believe UFOs are real, but that did not look like one of those. All right. Well, I am going to believe that they are killer clowns from outer space coming in and, and to do damage. I mean, during the quarantine, the government did admit that UFOs exist. But we're like, yeah, yes. bro, we've known this since the 50s. Yeah, but who cares yeah. about that? I want to go get my hair yeah. done. <laughs> right. So they <laughs> they don't say that aliens exist or whatever. They just say that unidentified flying objects exist so they do i mean anything could be considered that but you know anyways i believe that the killer clowns are here yeah they're probably here and they're probably in the santa cruz county because this is where this movie was filmed all right so the movie was released may 27th 1988 to a budget of two million dollars and this was a production. This was directed by the Chiodo Brothers. Do you guys uh, know who the Chiodo Brothers are? I didn't know who they were, but um, doing a little research, I learned that the band Chiodos is named after them. Yes. Do you remember Chiodos, dude? Hell yeah. Chiodos is Warped Tour, baby. Chelsea, do you know Chiodos? I don't know what you guys High are High pitched about. screaming screamer band. Yeah, you got you got to no. get up on your uh, scene kid stuff. So it was like yeah. Chiodos, <laughs> Silverstein, uh, Seosin. Well, what year is this? Uh, um, 2006, seven, yeah. eight, around there. I think Chiodos yeah. first no. came out in 2005. Like I think it was just when I was music. getting out of high school, so 05, 06 ish. Yeah, around there. You you were listening yeah. to indie stuff. Yeah, I was listening to like indie stuff at that time, like City and Color. Probably that and like Arcade Fire okay. and oh, they're weird, yeah, now. stuff like that. I had my they I had my now. spiky hair. I was listening to screamo, emo, punk, metal, and I was just rocking out, baby. <laughs> Going to Warp Tour. <laughs> so yes, Chiodos the band was named after the Chiodos Brothers. So the Chiodos Brothers are known for their special effects abilities. Uh, they were part of the makeup team, effects teams for movies such as Critters, Ernest Scared Stupid, Team America, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, um, and even were um, responsible for some of the stop-motion elements uh, in the movie Elf. Oh. Yeah. This is the only movie where they directed, wrote, produced, was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This is their baby. So, yes, this was... As Chelsea said, this is their baby. Uh, so, technically, Stephen Chiodo was the director, and the writers were Charles and Stephen, and the other Chiodo's brother is uh, Edward. But basically, they were all working it 
on it together. So, the plot. Christopher, what's the plot of Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Pitch it to me. An unidentified object comes down and wreaks havoc over a small city. Brief, but I like it. Wreaks havoc with clowns. That's it? Reap, reap habits. There's the Great Barrier Reef. What? Reaps havoc. <laughs> Great Barrier Reef. Over. <laughs> Wait, did I say reef? Okay, let me start over. Let me start over. An unidentified flying object comes down to a small city, and little, well, actually, big clowns come in. Reek. Is it reek? Reek. Like like smell. What's happening? Reeks havoc. Do people say that anymore? Do they say reek? Bro, you reek. Reeks have it. But I don't know which one it is. Reek. Are you reek? You reek. Do people still say that? I, th- I don't I think, think I've so. heard anybody say that in like 15, 20 years. Really? You say it. Not people. people. You probably it. say it. How was my synopsis? Jeez. It's, it's good. It's good. I got that old-fashioned slang. How's my, 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 uh, whatever it's called, my little summer. It was good. Sound. It's great. It Re- really, it wreaked havoc on my brain. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hate everybody. Hate everybody. <laughs> so, yes. So, clowns come into this small town and they wreak havoc. havoc on this small town. So, uh, let's get into the cast. It's a smaller cast. It, this is a really low-budget movie. So most of these people that we're going to name and list, you probably only know them for this movie. So first we have Mike Tobacco, who is kind of our Tobacco, lead, wow. uh, is Grant Kramer. So Mike Tobacco, and we'll get into Mike's character a little later. Grant Kramer has also been a producer for Lone Survivor, The November Man, and he was part of the crew for Endwatch. So he started off as a actor, but I think right now he's doing mostly behind the behind the camera stuff. So that is Mike Tobacco. Okay, we also have Suzanne Snyder. She plays Debbie Stone. So uh, Mike and Debbie have a little thing going on in this movie. So uh, Suzanne uh, Snyder. You might know her from Weird Science. She played Deb. She was also Brenda in Return of the Living Dead Part 2. And she was the nurse in Soap Opera. She plays like a little uh, cameo in Remo Williams' The Adventures Begins. Then we have Dave Hansen, who is played by John Allen Nelson. And Dave, he is the cop He's the young cop. He, it, I mean, this this movie follows a lot of the plot from the Blob. So he's the yeah. co- he's the cop that like believes the kids. But you might have seen John Allen Nelson in uh, Twenty Four. He played Walt Cummings. He was also in Baywatch. He was like one of the the hunks in Baywatch. He was on Baywatch for six years. He played John D. Court. I couldn't watch Baywatch. Too many boobs. Too many boobs. Yeah, I know. Pamela Hand- <laughs> Anderson. Did you uh, self uh, censor yourself on that one, or was that was that your mom? Uh, probably my parents. Probably. Yeah, too too many boobies. Oh, okay. So not self censorship this time. <laughs> All right. So 
Our next character, and it's probably the best character, is Officer Curtis Mooney, Mooney. played by John Vernon. And Mooney doesn't mess around. John oh. Vernon was also in Dirty Harry. He played the mayor. He was also in Animal House. He played the dean. And he was actually in that Clint Eastwood movie, The Outlaw, Josie Wales. Uh, he played Fletcher. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, John Vernon is no longer with us. But Mooney, honestly, one of the best kind of uh, antagonists in these uh, 80s trash movies, would you guys say? Nothing can phase him. He thinks he thinks everybody's pranking him. Gets a call, <laughs> and at the station, it's a prank. Dude, that guy doesn't mess around. No. You know, honestly, well, I don't like his methods, but he keeps the place safe. I guess he does his job. I don't like his methods, but... The, the, the clowns teach him a lesson. Don't worry. The clowns teach him a lesson. We got Rich and Paul Terenzi, the Terenzi brothers, played by Michael S. Siegel and Peter uh, Lacassi. I think that's how you say it. So these are those two, the ice cream truck dudes? Yeah, they're the brothers that uh, are just like, you know, the slapstick comedy in this. Uh, but Siegel and Lacassi, they were pretty popular stand-up comedians. They had, like, sketch shows in L.A. at the time in the 80s. So they were part of this movie because of the relationships that they had with the Chiodos brothers. So, yeah, the Terenzis are great. And then we have a bunch of just um, some extras in it. So that's pretty much our cast. Nobody's. Apparently, Christopher Titus plays Bob McReed. What? So Say what? I think Pod Mc. McReed is the kid who has the glasses and has the beer in the very beginning. The beer when he's crossing? Yeah, and then his glasses get found in the car. But I would have n- no idea that that was, that was Christopher Titus. You wow. Know, you know what I'm talking about? Cops, yeah. When he's, I think yeah. so, yeah. When he's crossing yeah. the street right in the beginning. Towards the end, or the beginning. Yeah, because Mike is like freaking out. He's like, yeah, that's, that's Bob McReed's glasses. They got him. He's dead, man. He just, you know, jumps to conclusions. All right. So, oh, I got, I got it now. I yeah. It. So it does not look like him at all. Though it looks nothing like Christopher Titus. That is, that's nuts. All right. Awesome. So that is our cast. So Chelsea, I gotta ask you. Yeah. I gotta ask you. Yes. What's your history with this movie? My history with this film uh, is I I watched it as a kid with some friends a friend of mine told me that this was the worst movie he'd ever seen and that we had to watch what it. and yeah and um i remember watching with him going yeah it's pretty bad but as an adult i have realized that it's not bad i've realized that it is glorious and it's a special um thing in pop culture and I appreciate it a lot more than I did as a kid. Yeah, as a kid, I don't know. I thought, I don't know. I, I kind of jumped on board as, yeah, this is bad and hokey. It is. But there's just something kind of, like, special about it. Like, I don't know. Like, do you think when they made it, they, like, they knew, like, how bad it, like, they're like, this is not good. This is not to be taken seriously, you know? Like, this isn't serious. Come on. I think they, like, made it more to show off their um, special effects skills, in my opinion. Well, this sk- they had to make a story. It, yeah, the, I mean, the skill, I mean, it's good. 
I like the color palette's great. Yeah, it's it's a two million dollar yeah. movie, right? It's a it's a low budget movie. Uh, it is what Chelsea and I like to call eighties B movie trash. Yes, this was never intended to be, you know, glamorous. Obviously, they do not take themselves serious. I think they just wanted to make a fun movie. And I was reading something where the uh, studios were like, this movie's awful. And I forgot who it was. It might have been one of the Chiodos brothers or even one of the actors. They're like, no, like, you got to green light this movie. You got to get this movie out there because people are going to like this. So it's not like a fantastic movie, but there's something special about it where, I mean, we're talking about it 33 years later, and it still has a prominent place in horror culture, uh, cult movies. Well, one thing I was thinking about today, because I watched half of it yesterday and then half of it today, as I was watching it, and I remember my friend showed me this movie when we were kids, He's like, it's so bad. You, like, it's so comically bad. You got to watch it. But like, I was entertained. You know, I wasn't like bored. I think if it's if it's entertaining, but bad, you know, who cares at that point? But I was thinking, okay, this was like a throwaway movie in my mind as a kid. Okay, I watched it. I didn't really think about it like very much. And then last year, I'm sure we were going to talk about this, but I got to bring it up because it it's exactly what I was thinking about was they made a maze out of this movie for for Halloween Horror Nights last year. I would have never thought they would have ever done that because and it was perfect. Growing up, Halloween Horror Nights, they, it was always like popular things. Freddy, Jason, the the big the big players of the horror films, and then they went with this movie, which I probably never really thought about that much until I got older. Like right. you know, maybe in the Maybe I th- I started thinking about it again maybe in the past couple three years but prior to that I didn't really think about this movie all that much I mean I know I liked it and stuff and I just thought where I mean it's a cult classic now but w- at what point did this thing come back into prominence for it enough enough for it to be a its own maze at Halloween Horror Nights I think I know and the, the lineup that year was like uh, it was all eighties things uh, us creep show it was Ghostbusters. Creep show, and then you have killer clowns yeah. from outer space. The only reason why I watched this movie for the first time was like this past uh, fall because before Max and I went, he wanted me to see this movie. Well, and so Creep Show also was another one where I was like, they made a maze. Like I would have never thought they would have done that. Well, so I think they cool. did that because of the TV show too. It was like kind of promoting the well, TV show Shutter, on Shutter. Yeah. That's on yeah. Shutter, yeah. which is and I watched like it and it's awesome. I've been watching that. I think I have like one more yeah, episode. Fun. I've been enjoying Creep Show more than I thought I would. It's I've been enjoying I haven't that seen a it lot. All, but I do it's like good. it. Isn't it like on AMC um, now? Or I don't know. I just know it's on Shutter. It's still on Shutter. No, my friend John. Um, shout out to John Scott. He was telling me that he was watching on AMC, but I was watching on Shutter. I'm like, dude, there must have been completely different things because on Shutter, it's pretty. It's pretty, pretty gory and pretty vulgar. Yeah, so there's gory. things that you yeah. can't say on there. Like there's this one episode with the guy in a briefcase and there's I would be surprised if they could show that on AMC. But yeah, that's creep show. But you're right, Chelsea. This I feel like this movie has um really gained some steam it's over come the back. years. This movie and uh Halloween three, season of the witch. Yeah. I feel like these are like But two it's um Two movies that are like 
getting pushed a lot from the community. I'm remembering now, one of the reasons why I think there was a Killer Clowns maze last year was because, not to bring, I always bring up Universal or or some kind of theme park probably every episode. Okay, so this is what Universal does, okay? Universal, I don't know how they get their ideas, but what they do is, especially in Florida, is they'll get um, like a topic that they want to do, like uh, specifically... um, Killer Clowns is a great example. So they were like, hey, let's do a Killer Clowns from Outer Space zone. Like, we'll have them, you know, dressed up like a like scare, scare zone. Yeah. And they, which was, they, I mean, they looked perfect. So they only did this in Florida, but they looked exactly like the, I mean, just like in the maze last year, but they looked just exactly like they do in the movie. And they made a zone out of it. And if the zone does really well, they'll move it into its own house and that's why we got the actual like maze of it and so but i'm like who at one point was like yeah let's do a killer clowns from outer space like walk through area which is weird and like that from with universal and i forget what company i'm gonna look it up right now who does this movie uh trans world entertainment which Oh, okay. This is going to go into its own thing. Anyway, so I don't know how Universal got, like, the idea to do uh, Killer Clowns, but I guess it's been a cult classic for a while. For which, a long you know, time. I didn't know, but, yeah, yeah for, for, for a while now, but, yeah. And I think I'm wrong on this, um, but I was seeing something that the VHS wasn't released to 2002. And I was like, that's not, I don't. Well, they. They weren't doing v- like they kind of. I know we're moving to, to DVD so at was... that point. So did this release to theaters? Yeah, it did. It, it was in theaters. It didn't do too well. I mean, okay. it was like there and out. But um... amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Yeah, I I saw it for the first time in like 2009. Like oh, Net- you saw it later on. Yeah, okay. Ne- 2008, 2009. So like Netflix had a bunch of like these... 80s horror trashy movies when they were starting their like streaming services so it was a lot of like just they probably got it on the cheap and i saw well it's back on streaming on netflix yeah and i saw i was like in junior high when i saw this i saw killer clowns from outer space and i was like hey this looks cool this looks like it's up my alley and i freaking loved it and i've watched it a couple times since then and like i said I, i think it's uh it's becoming one of my favorite It's movies. fun. Like, basically, I, when I was watching it, I was thinking, all it really is, is, like, there's a plot, 
the, a very basic plot. They're there. They're killing people. People got to stop them, basically. Right? Yep. But other than that, it's like vignettes. It's just like, oh, let's mm-hmm. see the creepy clown at the clown burger joint. Let's see the creepy clown at the store. Let's like it's just like just scenes of them doing things um, that don't really. They're just. It's not really there to flesh out a plot. It's just kind of. Oh no, I like it for sure. It's fun, but it's just yeah. It's just like let's see what they do here. Let's see what we do. I mean, that's what you want to see, I guess. I don't know what you don't want like some serious thing from this, but um, but yeah, that's the fun part is those like little vignettes of like what are they doing? Like the kid, like the creepy, the one with the little girl, like is so like it's like freaky and creepy to me. I don't like it. It makes me very uncomfortable. I was going to say, um, yeah, in my notes, it goes from, like, very comical. So, it first, it's the little the little clown, and he knocks off that biker dude's head, right? And it's, like, supposed yeah, to be Yeah, that's hilarious. And what then, are you going to yeah. do, knock my block off? And then, and then he knocks it off, and, and he sick. laughs. And, and then yeah. I think it goes from there straight into the little girl. It's, like, haha, funny. And that's then it uncomfortable. Gets, but that's what's cool about this movie is it it has some creepy elements to it. That one by far is the creepiest scene oh, where definitely. he's just luring her, and I think just the like the pan the face that the clown has, yeah. yeah. And uh, I didn't know if that was her mom or or babysitter or whoever's watching her. She didn't do so good, so she should have watched her earlier. But I was also thinking like, was the clown gonna? hit her over the head he had a mallet yeah right but, like, i think so where yeah. where's the gun where's the popcorn this is at the fast food joint right yeah yeah mm-hmm. crazy which man can you imagine going to work and having to wear a stupid party hat all day like that's yeah. i was like what like i've worked at some places where you kind of have to wear like a costume kind of thing but this seemed like i don't want to wear a party hat i don't know that I think- like can you imagine having a bad you don't day like the party? and wearing that dumbass hat? Like, I I think in Jack in the Box, like earlier in the day, they had to wear something stupid like that. Oh, like the li- maybe like the little Jack in the like his yeah. hat. They maybe? were yeah. I I just like I vaguely remember Jack in the Box like when it first started, used to wear some pretty stupid costumes and, or um you know outfits for for work and stuff. Oh my gosh, crazy! That's incredible. You know what? Bring bring back the Jack in the Box hat. Make those people. Hey, not only are you wearing a mask, wear a stupid hat now. <laughs> Chris, uh, what about this movie? I, you you mentioned it last year was your first time watching it. So, was this your second time, third time? What was it like third watching? Time. What what was it like watching it again? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I would just think it's funny. I think the acting's terrible, but in a in a sense, it makes the movie. Um. I love Mr. Tobacco, or the hell his name is, Jack Tobacco, or whatever. Mike Tobacco. <laughs> Jack no, you Tobacco. Know what? Okay, the third time watching this movie, there was a scene that kind of reminded me of a movie from the 90s, just one scene where I was like, I'm just, I, I doubt they have any connection, but when, what do they call, what are they called when, uh, well, what is it, the officer, when he when he's controlling him like a dummy? Yeah, right? ventriloquist. There you go, ventriloquist. It reminded me for some reason, right in that that instance, you know how he tells everyone that we just want to kill you. Yeah. It reminded me of the scene from Independence Day when the alien has his thing around his neck and he's talking to the people, telling me they just want to kill them. Yeah. As well, I don't know that probably had no relationship, but but I noticed that at the same time they kind of reminded me of the similar scenes. They were inspired by. It, it Maybe who knows? May- hey, weird things have happened. 
Yeah, but if I go back and I ask the director, which I'll probably never be able to, do we inspired ask by, um, by Killer Clowns? And he said no. I'd be like, all right, that's fine. At least, like, you know. <laughs> I was recently watching your film, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and I was wondering <laughs> if you had, yes. you know, um, inspiration from uh, the epic movie. Uh, what are we talking about? I lost the movie in my brain. Uh, Killer Clowns um, from Outer Space? No, no, the other one. Um, Independence Day. Did you take inspiration from Independence Day? Or did they take it from you? Yeah. I honestly just love all the, the you know, the, the costumes that they have and the vibrant colors inside of the um, the maze. And this one brought me back to the maze now from um, Universal. Yeah, which, so much if fun. You didn't get, if people didn't get to go on it back then, it is... Perfect. They knocked it, it out of the park. Replica. Oh, totally. They knocked it. I think. Well, Max and I were lucky enough to have a friend that got us to the front of the lines uh, last year, and we were like, "Okay, which one do we want to go on again?" And I think we went on that two or three times. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. This movie's just fun. It's trash, but it's fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think they they knocked it out of the park, and the sound effects, the music. I mean, the it's, coloring. Yeah, it it's. It's cheap effects, so I think it's easy to to mimic. So uh, I, again, I love this movie. What I was, uh, what caught my attention this time, especially in the beginning of the movie, was Mike, the character of Mike, and Mike Tobacco. There's this weird love triangle between Mike, uh, Debbie, and Dave, and. You never really get closure on where the relationship is between those three. What's going on? Love triangle. Yeah. You have more questions at the end of the movie than you do than you did at the beginning. Exactly. And and first of all, like Mike, he's in the back of a car. What do they call on uh, top of the world? Where you know. You go to make out and... Uh, they do like the seven minutes of heaven or whatever. Yeah, yeah, do that stuff. So um, he's on a raft. Like, first of all, no blankets, just, just a raft? Like, yeah, that's all they got. Yeah, what, what is that? And then he only has one thing on his mind because she's like, let's go follow the comet or let's go follow that thing that fell. He's like, no, nah, let's stay here. Like... Let's just let's just stay here because we don't want to go over there. We don't want to check. That. He's got one thing on his mind, right? He just because he knows the moment they get out of that car and they go search, it's over. That's it. No more makeout time, and that's done. And that's why the uh, the Ferenzi brothers are, are up there, or the I'm sorry, that's why the Terenzi brothers are up there as well. They they want to park, and you know they were luring women with ice cream, which hey has never worked for me, but. Maybe it works for them. I don't know. But I was just noticing really, really. And I know I've noticed it, but really, it's just so complicated. The triangle between Debbie, Dave, and Mike. Mike and Dave are kind of rivals. But Debbie never really chooses which man she ends up with. Well, I thought that was like her ex-boyfriend. I thought yeah. things. I Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that. That's not the happening. The cops are ex-boyfriend. Yeah, but... But fast-forwarding to the end when, um... I forget the cop's name. He, uh... Dave. He destroys the big mama clown, right? Mama clown... Uh, Clownzilla. Clownzilla. <laughs> and he falls down in their little car, opens it. The next scene you see is him hugging her and kissing her on the head. Yeah. With Mike Tobacco next to them like it's no big deal. So what the hell is going on? Right. And Dave is the one who shoots the little... 
uh, bubble that she's caught in, and she falls into his arms. I know she was, like, probably unconscious or, like, you know, she she was getting her whereabouts, but she, like, kind of falls into his arms. So it's kind of weird, and Mike is, like, I, I don't know, like, they never say, are Mike and Debbie in a relationship? Are they on a first date? I don't know. It's just these are things I want to know. Remember when they're, they're in the cop car, and then he's like, yeah, you used to be my boyfriend. And then Mike's back on the back is like, yeah, used to be boyfriend. And we're like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah. Very yeah. confusing. And and he's in an awkward situation because, you know, Dave is the only guy who has a, a gun in this town, apparently. Him and the old man. Yeah, I like at the end when he's, like, shooting him with, like, the the shotgun and then they like really get into trouble and out of the shotgun's gone and they're all like scared. But then like later on, he's got like a, an, another handgun that he didn't know about. Hey, he's um, strapped, dude. That didn't seem, seemed like he should have thought about that a little sooner. <laughs> you know who I feel bad for is the, uh, it's the old man. Oh yeah. The, f- that guy, his dog poo bear. In the beginning of the movie. I, I my one of my favorite lines is when he goes, <gasps> He goes, like, full on rage. He can't find his dog. And he goes, I'll tear this whole thing apart with my bare hands. Yeah. Which I was thinking, like. And he punches it and breaks his hand. He thinks it's a it's a circus tent, right? Like, who would punch a, a tent or a fabric? Yeah. And then he, like, punches it, and it's actually, like, a force field. And then he, like, you know, gets shocked. The old man gets it dirty, and then they, you know, do the cotton candy gun on him. But poor old man. But some of his lines are just my freaking favorite because he's talking to his dog, and they're just so crazy. And I just felt bad for him because he's like, he goes from, we're going to get rich. You know, he thinks it's a meteor or Taylor's Comet or something. Then he goes there, and he goes, oh, we're going to get some free passes at the circus. (laughs) And then his dog disappears. And then like, he so you gets know he's dead. Shot with a gun and these cotton candies. So he he's gone through a lot of different emotions in a very short amount of time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Poor old guy. All right, Chelsea. What are some of your uh, just favorite like scenes? We talked. Um, I know we talked a lot about them, but is there any ones? We I mean, it's just all the little vignette. Like, I why do I call it vignette? But the little the scenes of just like each, you know. The one guy at the burger joint. Can I tell you though that the um the scene of the girl in the bathroom with like those monster things? That's scary. That's I don't like that. That's that is actually kind of freaky. Little popcorn I know they babies. Look super cheesy, but in the maze they actually had those in the maze, and those <laughs> yeah. really freaked me out too. I don't like you didn't things like, them? like that. That's no, they're funny. scary. They squirt water at you. I don't like it. Chelsea can't can no longer eat popcorn. No, what? So what do they grow into those things? Like what the hell was that? Is that how they reproduce? Maybe, I'm oh guessing. yeah, maybe that's, that's like baby, they're like seeds. baby ones of them or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. But that was scary. I don't like that. Like when they they start biting her. Like I don't think like little things with like teeth like that. Ugh, I don't know. I don't like that. It's kind of creepy. But um, I don't know. I just like yeah. I just like all the scenes pretty much. I like all the stuff like of the clowns. Oh, the the um the like uh. Was it puppet? The hand shadow thing? That's my favorite part. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's cool. When he does a T-Rex and he eats the people. <laughs> the guy, uh, the the puppet show part where the guy's got like the gun or the, he's got the puppet. Yeah. That actor is so, his performance is so odd. 
It is, isn't out of, it? I, out of the entire movie. Oh, you're talking about the puppet, that, the puppet episode. So he's doing part. the puppet show. The the guy the um, which is very like, I don't know. That puppet Dark. was very aggressive to the female puppet, and I was getting yes. like, that's very uncomfortable. No means no, <laughs> puppet man. And so anyway, the puppet girl shoots the puppet boy, and then like that guy's watching all the time, and he's just his performance is he. Picked an odd choice is all I have to say. He just kind of does like weird giggling and like looks around and I don't know. What did you, th- it really stood out. It's very weird, you know? Yeah, it is. And he doesn't, I think because he doesn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I I don't think, it's like his volume is really quiet. Is he, and he just saying he words? Goes, uh, no, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. He just laughs, and it's just all of a sudden, like, why are we in this gazebo? <laughs> why is this guy, like, standing it's, there? Yeah, it's why one is guy. he looking at this puppet show? It's a red-headed you know? guy a lot of weird watching stuff. a puppet show by himself in a gazebo It's like alone. blonde, isn't it? Re- is it, is red it like blonde? Stra- strawberry blonde? He's yeah, like I think so. He's, like, chuckling to himself, kind of looking around. Like, he just, it was uncomfortable. It was, like, what a, it was a very weird choice. A very weird choice. He, it, it is weird. It comes off weird. How about you, Chris? My favorite scene, she was saying the puppets, but mine was the shadow puppet scene. I just thought that was right. amazing and hilarious. When they're just watching these shadow puppets, and all of a sudden he does a T-Rex, and he, he eats some people. Like, that was hilarious. And that, that honestly, that scene is what sold it to me. Like, this movie, I thought it was hilarious. So... That and just all the cool little like close-ups of the clowns' faces, like all the detail and stuff. Thought that was really cool. But uh, that, yeah, that's like my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, one of my favorite. It's such a cheap, like trick and stuff, but just it's so stupid. But it works. Is the dog the the balloon dog? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, <laughs> Debbie and Mike. They like, had that so in the maze stupid. too. Yeah, it's so dumb, but like the sound effects. It's like I could do that. Um. But one of my favorite, favorite scenes is when all of the clowns start heading towards the city. And the music by John, uh, I think it's Massery, Masseri, uh, however you say it, John Massery, Masseri. It's like the synth, and it goes, dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. and they're walking across the bridge, and it's just this long shot. Um, but before that, one. It, and it really like, it, it. I saw it and I was like, man, that's actually a great shot. Was when uh, Mike and Debbie are getting out and they hit the clown with the car, and then um, the clown falls right, and then he kind of does the Michael Myers rises up, uh, like Michael Myers does. But what's so cool is it. There's like a close up of another clown. And you see the facial expressions and things. And then you see the clown who got hit by a car slowly rise up like Michael Myers. And then it's in this, like, dark um, road and there's fog. And I was just like, watch that scene. I might post it because it's just – I think it's, like, really well done. And it's actually pretty spooky. Oh, I do really like the – yeah, I mean, we mentioned earlier, but I do really like – the um when he turns the um police officer into the ventriloquist dummy i do like that that's part. the word ventriloquist it's creepy it is creepy honestly it is good though i like that part it's silly yeah and but I, I, love, I like it i love how the last thing he says is dave is like you're not gonna make a dummy out of me yes foreshadowing. foreshadowing even though you're rooting you know 
the the clowns are the bad guys, you really are happy to see what has happened with that. Uh, what is his name? Officer Moore. Officer Moore. Mooney. 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 You're Mooney. just like yeah. So you get asshole. <laughs> that's what I thought at least. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Um, why do they spell it clowns with a K? Why do they do that sometimes? It's, cool. it's like Mortal Kombat, right? With a K. Because yeah. it's cool. Like, they'll do that. Like, sometimes they'll spell clowns with a K, or they'll put like a... How come... Remember back in the 90s when they would always make S's and yes. Z's? Why? Because it was cool. That, that's what my screen like name get, was. Did it give it edge? Is that like giving it it's edge? It's B-E-K-U-Z. Because... That's how you spell it back then. <laughs> oh, you want to know what my screen name was snap. on on AOL? It was du- it was it- Duh Flash Rocks. I like the Flash. Oh, yeah, I remember so that. So it was D A F L A S H. So Flash, and then it was R O C K Z. The Flash Rocks. R- oh it should have just been R O X, but Rocks with the Z. Mine was man. mine was rocks Knuckle Chaos eighty seven because I liked Sonic the Hedgehog. Knuckles or cool. I mean, they do, yeah, they'll do cool with a K. To answer know. your question, it's, Chelsea, it's just cool. Killer it was just a 90s cool okay. thing. Cool it's with cool. a K, I guess. It's a uh, cool K O O L. That Q. Or okay. maybe it's K E W L Q. It's cool like that. Q. Yeah. Can I? I want to mention something that I just I read or no. I mean, I thought it was interesting. You, have you ever seen the movie Ernest Scared Stupid? No, I've seen yes. some Ernest movies, but I haven't seen that one. That movie kind of like freaked me out as a kid, definitely. But I guess that some of the masks from this movie were repurposed for trolls in that movie, which makes sense because I think I remember watching it thinking that it had like the same vibe, like the way the troll walked and stuff kind of reminded me of like... The killer clowns a little bit growing up so oh, totally i thought that was kind of interesting but they repurposed that so that's cool and i guess they were gonna try to do like a remake or like a sequel yeah. thing but it didn't happen so since 2012 there's been rumors of a sequel for killer clowns and, yeah and it's been kind of jumped from production team to production team and it's been rumored by some of the um cast uh it's it's had different 
uh, iterations. So the latest was they were going to make it into a series. And I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be kind of like Cobra Kai, where they extend the uh, story. So there was a draft of Mike, who was kind of like this uh, guy experiencing homelessness, and he was kind of like the crazy nut in the... um, in the town, right? And he's talking about clowns and nobody believes him. So he was going to be kind of like a mentor to these new teenagers who saw the clowns that came back and he was going to like help them. So that all got scrapped uh, because Fox was the last production team to have it. So when Disney bought Fox and there was like 200 uh, projects that were in production, Killer Clowns from Outer Space TV show was one of them. They killed it? Yeah, Got so, the so we'll see. Disney will never we'll see do what it. Happens with that? No, so it would have it would have to go to a different um, production. But I think with the success of Cobra Kai and uh, even Creep Show and things like that, I think people want to see. Oh yeah, that's like so hot stuff or stuff that's nostalgic. That if it's good, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'd be so down. Cool of a K, of course. Yeah. It's got to be the same trashy style, though. Not they, I don't want them to try to make Killer Clowns cool. No, it, it shouldn't be CG. And if the Ch- and if the Chiodos brothers aren't like producers or not helping make some of the sound effect or not sound effects, some of the visual effects, I'm not for it. I have a random question. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you have a fear of clowns? Do you think clowns are scary in itself? No. No. Doesn't bother you? I could see why people are scared of clowns now. All this, like, scary stuff they do. Oh, you mean, like, the clown sighting things? I mean, even, even like, the like the characters they do in, like, TV shows and movies. Yeah. What about that clown from uh, Creep Show? Uh, what is it? Uh, American Horror Story oh, Creep Show? I don't you know mean, you guys uh, Freak Twisty. That, that, twisty. He was, he was pretty creepy. So. Yeah. He was. But... I'm not scared of them, but I can see why people I are. can see why. I never really had a problem with it. I know that some people really have issues with, like, being really freaked out about clowns. Like, I'm sure there's people who couldn't have gone through, like, that clown, the killer clowns maze um, at Universal or anything to do with clowns. That's interesting, but I ne- that's not, uh, that's never bothered me. But I feel like nowadays clowns like 100% mean like scary and like creepy like it's never I don't feel like people really look at them the other way that much anymore people used to get clowns for like people like kids birthday parties right but like that's they don't really do that all that much anymore it's always it's always scary it's not um the other way around anymore I wonder if kids even know who Ronald McDonald is like he's not even a thing anymore is he yeah they don't use him for marketing anymore I wanted to meet Ronald McDonald as a kid so bad. I really did. I watched this TV show on Netflix. Shoot. What's it called? I watched this. God, what's it called? It's in my queue. Anyways, it's a show, like a show about, like they talk about how China came up and became this big superpower. Um, They talk about like oil and like this and that. And the first episode was about fast food. And they said, I believe the number is 96% of kids can tell you who Ronald McDonald is. Even now? That's what they were saying. And they said the only the only uh, fantasy character that they recognize more is Santa Claus. You know what, though? I feel like if you said, who's Ronald McDonald? They'd probably be like, oh, something to do with McDonald's. Because it's, it's in the name. They'd probably, maybe they'd make that guess. But um, as a kid, I, they used to do, like, um, I mean, I think even up until I was, like, out of high school, maybe in, like, the, the, um, 
the early or the late 2000s, they would still do like Ronald McDonald would go to certain McDonald's and like like there'd be like yeah. a flyer saying, "Hey, Ronald McDonald is going to be at this McDonald's location bringing yeah, the kids." Yeah, he was totally around as kids. E- even yeah. even maybe like roughly 10 years ago that was still going on that you and I remember but like even I don't know I'm a weirdo but like even when I was like younger I was like I really wanted to meet Ronald McDonald so bad I really did I think he still does like uh visits at the Ronald McDonald house you know that that like children's hospital stuff yeah okay that's great see I think it's good mine's you know Patch Adams that makes me think of that like doing that stuff so that the show that? talking about is History 101. It's pretty cool. interesting. That They're is interesting. Like 20-minute well, episodes, and they just talk about different things like fast food. We could go into the whole marketing to children situation. It's actually but really we're not messed about that. up. Yeah. <laughs> it's super messed up. It is up. messed up, it, but it is interesting. Yes. 10 to 12, that is the targeted group for any uh, any marketing, actually, is, is 10 to 12. That's interesting. Um, well, do you remember like the Nickelodeon magazine commercials? Like they told you to go grab mom and dad's credit card, and then they'd say they're with their smart. permission. Yeah, they're smart, yeah. and I got that Nickelodeon magazine. magazine so help please. Me God. I was an only child, so I got it. I was kind of, I was a spoiled brat. They were brainwashing us. Definitely, and I'm glad that the uh, killer clowns from outer space don't brainwash us. But guys, I think, I mean, I feel like we could talk about this movie a lot and i'm sure it's going to come up more in discussions because we just freaking love this movie it has a special place in our heart it does it does it's awesome um yes yeah would i get a tattoo probably not but would i would i buy a a a t-shirt i've been looking for a killer clowns from outer space t-shirt and i was gonna buy one i was so mad because the one i wanted on Monster Palooza, Monster Palooza, Son of Monster Palooza, it was sold. Out it was Son of Monster Palooza. I was upset. eBay. You know what's you know what's so sad? Last year, Max and I went to Son of Monster Palooza and had such a great time. I was telling Max I want to go to a lot more of these Halloween and horror conventions this year, but COVID freaking COVID happened. So. Freaking COVID. All right, so let's do our final thoughts, and then we will do our rating. So let's start with Chelsea, final thoughts. Yeah, final thought um, is I like this movie a lot. I think you should watch it. Uh, I love 80s B-horror movie trash. Is that, I, we keep, I keep messing it up, but maybe that's what we're calling it. But I, that is my jam. So this is definitely my type of movie, uh, cheesy 80s horror is my jam so i don't i recommend it if you're into that kind of if you like things i like then i highly recommend it it's fun and um yeah that's what i gotta say about it how about you chris if you're a new they always love when i start off with that (laughs) if you are a new uh viewer of horror films and uh are trying to get into some of the classics Especially some horror B classic crap shit, whatever you guys call it. Um, I recommend this movie. Uh, it's fun. It's laughable, but in a fun way. Um, it's not the scariest movie ever, but it's pretty creative and it's fun. Uh, and I really recommend it. Max, take it from here, pal. Take it, Max. Oh, thanks, dude. All right. So this movie, what I really appreciate about it and 
most creature movies, they hide their creatures in like shadows to make it more realistic. Not the Chiodos brothers, not Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They lit those bad boys up. And you can see the details and the facial expressions. One of my favorite and just funny moments is when um, the Terenzi brothers, they crash in to the the spaceship at the end and all of the um, clowns, their mouths are like dropped open and they're just like, oh, it's just, it's funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, this movie is great. Special effects alone, like I was talking about, they don't hide their special effects. They want to flaunt them. They want to show them off because they're fantastic. And I love how every single clown has its own personality, has its own look and feel. I will watch this movie anytime someone says, hey, you want to watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Chances are I'm going to be the one introducing it to somebody, but uh, I can't recommend this movie enough. Can't not mention the awesome song by the Dickies, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space main song. Killer Clowns. It's That's good. not how it goes, but it's fine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's how it goes. Killer. How's it go then? Uh, I don't remember, but I like it. Don't put no, me on the spot. That's not it. I put you on the spot. No, that's how. That's how it goes. Uh, Come on, guys. I'm gonna prove you wrong. Along, that's okay? how it freaking goes. Yes, it goes. Killer clowns. If it wasn't for copyright infringement stuff, I would play it right now. But we're not gonna go there. It's the Dickies. Hey, well, when there. we sign this off, okay, this is what we're gonna do. So we're gonna cut it, and then I'm gonna play it for you, and then we're gonna get your reaction. All right. Wait, that's what we're is gonna that? Do. That's just, okay, I mean, maybe it's part of the song. It's like at the end. It's like, killer clowns. It's like an echo. It's in the song, oh, too. Oh, okay. I'm going pro- to prove you. I- I'm gonna, you I'm know. Gonna pro- yeah. Wow, okay, now Chelsea, okay, okay, I, dude, relax, relax. I call relax. Max out, and he calls me right back. Yeah, let's do this. All right, he Chris, just call you time. Out. He called you out I and know. posted <laughs> it. <laughs> We're going to see who was right. Chris, it's that time of the podcast, man. What time is it? Oh, that's right. What time is it, guys? It's that, t- that part of the podcast where we rate these movies. Now, we don't just use a regular rating system like a 10 out of 10. No, we like to put a little nice little ready retro spin on it. So let's say we're watching Rookie of the Year and you want to rate that movie a 10 out of 10. Well, you're going to rate that a 10 out of 10 funky butt lovings. Take it from there, Max. I've never seen the movie, so I don't get the reference. Max gets oh, it right. God. Oh my gosh! Okay, I've never played a sport in my Okay, I'm not gonna say that this movie is the quality. I'm gonna rate this how I like it. I'm gonna give this nine out of ten cotton candy cocoons. Sweet, literally. Literally. <laughs> All right, Chelsea. Um, I give Killer Clowns from Outer Space. A 7.5 out of 10 popcorn guns pop. <laughs> what? All right, take it, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Um, uh, I will give this a 6 out of 10 popcorn baby zombies eating the girl in the bathtub. Fantastic. Okay. okay. Awesome. Well, that was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You know, if 
this actually happened in 2020, I would not be surprised. And honestly, I'd be like, I would welcome it. Sure. It's just another day. I, I would welcome it. But this is week three of Spooky September. Guys, we are ending Spooky September with our buddy Corey from Podcasting After Dark next week. Yes. And we're going to be reviewing 1985's George Romero's Day of the Dead. We'll see you next week. We're ready to retro. Are you? Thank you for listening to episode 18 of the Ready to Retro podcast. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at Ready to Retro and leave us a review or follow our podcast wherever you are listening to this now. It helps other retro lovers like you find our content. Next week, we are joined by Corey from the Podcasting After Dark podcast and Cartwright as Seinfeld podcast to end Spooky September. And we're going to be reviewing George A. Romero's Day of the Dead that came out in 1985. Man, it is such a fun episode, and I know you guys are going to love it. And then next month in October, we have a themed month. For five straight Fridays, we'll be sharing with you five different vampires, all from the 1980s. So we'll talk more details. We'll talk more about it next week. But until then... We're ready to retro. Are you? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.